Welcome to Love Lighthouse. I'm starting the recording at 7.33 now, 7.34pm at night. It's absolutely gorgeous here. Um, you know, it's just bright blue skies and the sun shining through the trees here. Some daffodils along the way. It's so beautiful. And here we are. This recording's in Monday, Thursday. So it's Thursday the 6th of April 2023. I'm going to go on and I'm going to do some of these readings and I'll talk about whatever I'm called uh, to bring up to the fore. The first reading is from Isaiah and it's 61. The Lord has anointed me. Now, I did look out the KGV version of this earlier on. So we'll just go to that. It's the year of the Lord's favour. Why am I getting the NIV? Let's get the KGV. The Spirit of the Lord God is upon me because the Lord hath anointed me to preach good tidings unto the meek. He hath sent me to bind up the brokenhearted, to proclaim liberty to the captives and the opening of the prison to them that are bound, to proclaim the acceptable year of the Lord and the day of vengeance of our God, to comfort all that mourn, to appoint unto them that mourn in Zion, to give unto them beauty for ashes, the oil of joy for mourning, the garment of praise for the spirit of heaviness, that they might be called trees of righteousness, the planting of the Lord, that he might be glorified. Mm. Beautiful, isn't it? Turning everything around. Mm -hmm. Turning everything around. Everything upside down. Justice has to be brought. And we need to pray for God's justice that, you know, that will continue to come for us in Christ. Isaiah 61 Verse 6, but ye shall be named the priests of the Lord. Men shall call you the ministers of our God. Ye shall eat the riches of the Gentiles, and in their glory shall ye boast yourselves. For the Lord loved judgment, I hate robbery for burnt offering, and I will direct their work in truth, and I will make an everlasting covenant with them. And their seed shall be known among the Gentiles, and their offspring among the people. All that see them shall acknowledge them, that they are the seed which the Lord hath blessed. Here I am, not too far from Castle Semple Lock, actually was talking about this more recently. And it's the first time that, you know, I've really talked about it and opened up about it today. Um, and it was lovely to hear people go there and they enjoy it there. Oh. Hi. <laughs> um, so yes so it is it's a lovely place to go and visit and it's just it's beautiful to hear that people really look 
enjoy that in reality. And I was asking today about the whooper swan. It's just a dog goes <laughs> jumping fast. Um, I was asking about the whooper swan. There used to be this whooper swan and it would stay there for year after year after year. And it's like this male swan or is it a good... Is it a type of goose? Oh, I don't know. Anyway, I think it's a whooper swan. Whooper anyway. And it would just stay there year after year after year after year, waiting on its mate. Couldn't do anything. Couldn't get to its mate because its wing was broken. Oh, glory to God. I'm feeling like either the whooper swans managed to fly off somewhere. Hope not fly off to the other side. I hope it's still here. Um, but anyway... Maybe its mates come to it. I don't know. That would be interesting. And that would be justice, wouldn't it? Maybe it's going to get its wing healed. I don't know. Um, but that was a situation here nearby um, at Castle Semploch for quite a time there. And it was the first time that I really thought about that, about the whooper swan in such a long time. And, you know, I thought, well, I'll ask this person while we're talking about it in there expressing that they love to go to Castle Semploch. And I wanted to say Royal Castle Semploch there because it is, it is. And, um, you know, it, it's, it's wonderful. It's wonderful to hear. It really is. It's a great joy to hear that people are, you know, going there and uh, just love it. It's a part of their, you know, maybe not everyday life, but close to it and, uh it's part of their normal, their usual life. Very good. Ah, they're so blessed. Um, it was bringing me back memories as well of how they, you know, they go sailing out there and they do all these different activities. I'd love to do that. I really would. Um, of course, our type of sailings out at sea and on looking to Arran, um, but we share that with this part of the world as well, which is just kind of up the road. Um, of course, still overlooking on to uh, add in here from where we are as well. It's a lovely site. It's a lovely place to be. Um, nearby, we also have like the air show and that's been going on in Irvine. I think it happened for the first time uh, last year and now we're set to have the air show again in air, I think, this year in September at some point. So that'll be something to look forward to. But a lot of shared things that go on between us. But one thing that's very unique to nearby this area is, of course, the Castle Semple Loch. So I guess, you know, it could be that I'm getting a calling. Maybe I'm called to, to take more time here. Uh, every time I go to Glasgow, you know, I head along the way. You know, I've got connections there, networks, obviously. Um, but I love every time I go past Castle Semple Loch and it feels like it's drawing me. It's like I have to to be there at some point and yet it's like I pass by and I pass by never really quite get the opportunity to really enjoy it and spend more time there but it's time I think it must be and this must be part of the journey to really like home me in there or something like that and um, more fervently maybe so I'm going to take heed and that's just coming through reflection. Like um, there's been so much on the go. I've been so busy with so many different things aside from just Monday, Thursday. Um, and I'm still sitting here with my tootsies out right now. I could be having them wash or could be washing someone else's, but I'm relaxing. 
but it has been a good day to just to ground and um, to have my feet on the ground and walk naturally without any socks or anything or shoes for a little bit as well, which has been great. Um, yes, so that's what's been happening. Busy day to day, um, just such a beautiful day. And of course, getting back to this about Monday, Thursday and the foot washing, of course, it means so much more than just, you know, is getting everybody's feet out and washing everyone's feet. It's a cleansing of the soul. And when we think of the soul as in even the soles of the feet, but back to soul as in the soul within ourselves, the spirit, feeling righteous. And it doesn't take for things on the outside of us to make us that. It's not about what's outside of us. You know, more recently I had to really think about this. I had to think about the way that I presented, the way that I am, the way that my mind works and how I function and my body functions through this world and throughout this life because of how I think, because of my spirituality. And also presentation with regards to my physical body, like how it looks. And... I started thinking for a little while there, kind of like some people might have said back to me about how my thought process is quick um, and how I'm very slim. And this was something that had come up when I was out here on reflection, you know, these two aspects in particular. And then I came to this breakthrough point today more than ever, and it was finally that, you know what? It is okay. I am slim, but it is okay. I do have a fast mind that is, you know, interested, um, wants to know more, wants to develop, um, is intrigued by life and different things. And, you know, I thought, that is a good thing. These things that are within and then how they present on the outside are good. They are good. And it feels like that. It's like it's not going to take for me to do to do anything of a washing or a cleansing on the outside. I have the spirit of God within me and that is the royal spirit of Jesus Christ. Christ is my king. What a beautiful place to get, especially on Monday, Thursday and what a gift. Something from within, not just about the cleansing outside or outwardly, but from the very inside, just being righteous, not needing to even cleanse, just knowing and being confident in that has been a great, um, big part of today in particular for me. And I hope all of you in God are feeling that too. I'm going to go to Psalm 88 and uh, we'll just get this up on KGV. For I have said, mercy shall be built up forever. Thy faithfulness shalt thou establish in the very heavens. I have made a covenant with my chosen. I have sworn unto David, my servant, with whom my hand shall be established. Mine arm also shall strengthen him. The enemy shall not exact upon him, nor the son of wickedness afflict him. 
I will set his hand also in the sea and his right hand in the rivers. Also, I will make him my firstborn higher than the kings of the earth. And it says here in the responsorial psalm, I will sing forever of your love, O Lord. I have found David my servant and with my holy oil anointed him. My hand shall always be with him and my arm shall make him strong. I will sing forever of your love, O Lord. My truth and my love shall be with him. By my name, his might shall be exalted. He will say to me, you are my father, my God, the rock who saves me. I will sing forever of your love, O Lord. And the second reading is from the Apocalypse. Okay. In other words, it's the Revelation chapter 1, verse 5 to 8. And from Jesus Christ, who is the faithful witness and the first begotten of the dead and the prince of the kings of the earth, unto him that loved us and washed us from our sins in his own blood and hath made us kings and priests unto God and his Father. To him be glory and dominion forever and ever. Amen. Behold, he cometh with clouds and every eye shall see him. And they also which pierced him, and all kindreds of the earth shall wail because of him. Even so, amen, I am Alpha and Omega, the beginning and the ending, saith the Lord, which is and which was and which is to come, the Almighty. Praise to you, O Christ, King of eternal glory. The Spirit of the Lord has been given to me. He has sent me to bring the good news to the poor. Praise to you, O Christ, King of eternal glory. And this is the Gospel of Luke 4, 16-21. The Spirit of the Lord has been given to me, for he has anointed me. Jesus came to Nazareth, where he had been brought up, and went into the synagogue on the Sabbath day, as he usually did. He stood up to read and they handed him the scroll of the prophet Isaiah. Unrolling the scroll, he found the place where it is written, The Spirit of the Lord has been given to me, for he has anointed me. He has sent me to bring the good news to the poor, to proclaim liberty to captives and to blind new sight, to set the downtrodden free, to proclaim the Lord's year of favour. He then rolled up the scroll, gave it back to the assistant and sat down. And all eyes in the synagogue were fixed on him. Then he began to speak to them. This text is being fulfilled today even as you listen. Mm -mm. The next is the first reading. It goes on to the evening um, mass of the Lord's Supper, which is obviously like now. And so there will be masses from about, I believe, six or seven or from seven o'clock onwards that will have already read over these. So I'm going to read this now. It's Exodus 12, 1 to 8 and 11 to 14. And I'm going to try and get this from the KGV as well, because I'm going to and from uh, in between that and the probably what's known as the New Standard Version of the Catholic Bible. So we'll co-join these together. And the Lord spake unto Moses and Aaron in the land of Egypt, saying, this month shall be unto you the beginning of the months. It shall be the first month of the year to you. 
Speak you unto all the congregation of Israel, saying, In the tenth day of this month, they shall take to them every man a lamb, according to the house of their fathers, a lamb for an house. And if the household be too little for the lamb, let him and his neighbour next unto his house take it according to the number of the souls. Every man according to his eating shall make your count for the lamb. Your lamb shall be without blemish, a male of the first year. You shall take it out from the sheep or from the goats, and you shall keep it up until the fourteenth day of the same month. And the whole assembly of the congregation of Israel shall kill it in the evening. And they shall take of the blood and strike it on the two side posts and on the upper door post of the houses, wherein they shall eat it. And they shall eat the flesh in that night, roast with fire and unleavened bread, and with bitter herbs they shall eat it. And thus shall ye eat it, with your loins girded, your shoes on your feet, and your staff in your hand, and ye shall eat it in haste. It is the Lord's Passover, for I will pass through the land of Egypt this night, and will smite all the firstborn in the land of Egypt, both man and beast. And against all the gods of Egypt, I will execute judgment. I am the Lord. And the blood shall be to you for a token upon the houses where ye are. And when I see the blood, I will pass over you. And the plague shall not be upon you to destroy you when I smite the land of Egypt. And this day shall be unto you for a memorial. And ye shall keep it a feast to the Lord. Throughout your generations ye shall keep it at a feast by an ordinance forever. The blessing cup that we bless is a communion with the blood of Christ. How can I repay the Lord for his goodness to me? The cup of salvation I will raise. I will call on the Lord's name. The blessing cup that we bless is a communion with the blood of Christ. O precious, in the eyes of the Lord is the death of his faithful. Your servant, Lord, your servant am I. You have loosened my bones. The blessing cup that we bless is a communion with the blood of Christ. A thanksgiving sacrifice I make. I will call on the Lord's name. My vows to the Lord I will fulfill before all his people. The blessing cup that we bless is a communion with the blood of Christ. The second reading is 1 Corinthians eleven twenty-three to 26. Every time you eat this bread and drink this cup, you are proclaiming the death of the Lord. This is what I received from the Lord and in turn passed on to you. That on the same night that he was betrayed, the Lord Jesus took some bread and thanked God for it and broke it. And he said, this is my body, which is for you. Do this as a memorial of me. In the same way, he took the cup after supper and said, this cup is the new covenant in my blood. Whenever you drink it, do this as a memorial of me. Until the Lord comes, therefore, every time you eat this bread and drink this cup, you are proclaiming his death. Praise and honour to you, Lord Jesus. I give you a new commandment. Love one another just as I have loved you, says the Lord. Praise and honour to you, Lord Jesus. 
It was before the festival of the Passover, and Jesus knew that the hour had come for him to pass from this world to the Father. He had always loved those who were his in the world, but now he showed how perfect his love was. They were at supper, and the devil had already put it into the mind of Judas Iscariot, son of Simon, to betray him. Jesus knew that the Father had put everything into his hands and that he had come from God and was returning to God. And he got up from table, removed his outer garment and taking a towel, wrapped it round his waist. He then poured water into a basin and began to wash the disciples' feet and to wipe them with the towel he was wearing. He came to Simon Peter, who said to him, Lord, Are you going to wash my feet? Jesus answered, At the moment you do not know what I am doing, but later you will understand. Never, said Peter, you shall never wash my feet. Jesus replied, If I do not wash you, you can have nothing in common with me. Then Lord, said Simon Peter, Not only my feet, but my hands, and my head as well. Jesus said, no one who has taken a bath needs washing. He is clean all over. You too are clean, though not all of you are. He knew who was going to betray him. And that was why he said, though not all of you are. When he had washed their feet and put on his clothes again, he went back to the table. Do you understand, he said, what I have done to you? You call me master and Lord and rightly, so I am. If I then the Lord and master have washed your feet, you should wash each other's feet. I have given you an example so that you may copy what I have done to you. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God.